You're about to listen to a message by Pastor Ikenna Okeke of the Father's Church. This message will challenge, encourage, and propel you to fulfill your purpose and live that life that God originally designed for you as revealed in His Word. Be blessed as you listen. Okay, I know we try to distinguish or to understand because it could, you know, the line is a bit very faint. Obedience and sacrifice. When am I obeying God and when am I sacrificing? And what we said was that obedience is in response to what God has said to do. Sacrifice is what I decide to do. Now, we said that sacrifice is not wrong, okay? But obedience must go before sacrifice. The statement Samuel made to Saul is that to obey is better. It doesn't mean that sacrifice is bad. Do you understand? Sacrifice is not bad. The truth is that we advance in Christianity by sacrifice. The Apostle Paul, when he says, I labored more, meant that if he labored less, he would have still been in heaven. Do you understand? So sacrifice is good, very good. But sacrifice that replaces obedience is abhorrent to God. Because in that case, you displace him from his throne and put yourself, or put the people, just like Saul said. God said, kill the king, kill everything, destroy everything. And Saul said, the people felt that we shouldn't destroy. What is that? You have dethroned. Now, now, praise God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just to help us understand how this thing is a bit. You know, um, Ahithophel, how many of us know Ahithophel? You know, when we say, turn the counsel of Ahithophel to foolishness, what happened in that case was that Ahithophel gave counsel to Absalom. And Ahithophel's counsel was excellent. It was the counsel that would bring the result that was needed. Okay? Now, what happened was that Hushai, okay, had been sent by David to obtain Ahithophel's counsel, which means give a contrary counsel so that Absalom would not take Ahithophel's counsel, which will bring victory to Absalom. Okay? I'm going somewhere. Now, what I want to pick out from that story is that Ahithophel committed suicide. You know why? Because Ahithophel's counsel was not followed. Now, this is a man being slighted and insulted that <laughs> me, a mere Ahito, eh, gave cancer and you refuse it to take Hushai's, he killed himself. Now, imagine God when God tells you something or tells me something and I refuse to take it and take another. A man committed suicide. He knew that this cancer is right. Because they rejected it, he went and killed himself. He could not stand. Do you understand? In marriages, one of the problems, you know, that couples have is when you know you're giving your partner right advice and they're refusing it, especially the women. Many times they're giving us men right advice, right? And you can see the man is just doing head like this. Head like coconut. Eh? <laughs> you know, we'll just be doing head like this. Then we'll just go and make mistakes. You'll just be wondering, what do I do to this? So essentially, that is what it is. God is omniscient. So what he tells you to do, he knows why he's telling you to do that. 
is for our good. And like we began to learn on Sunday, God is not planning to make profit from any of us. He's not planning that you're going to cook him dinner. If you don't bring dinner, he won't eat. You see, at the base, basic of my relationship with God, I must understand that he is almighty. Do you understand? He, there is nothing that he needs really from me. It's a pleasure relationship. Praise the Lord. Everything belongs to him. The cattle upon a thousand hills. All that there is, everything is God's. All glory is his. You know, I, I, I were listening, I think, to audio Bible the other time. And there was something that was said, Momichi pointed it out. It said, um, every knee shall bow. Every mouth confess to God. You see, there's a time when your confession is willingly. Like every time we preach, we give people opportunity. Come and accept Jesus. Come and make Jesus Lord of your life. Come and accept Jesus. And, you know, people can say, no, who is Jesus? I will fight Christians. I'll fight. It's for a season. A time is going to come. Every knee will bow. And every tongue, no matter what they said before, will be saying, Jesus, you are God. Jesus, you are God. That time will come. What is happening now is that they are giving you opportunity to do it what? Willingly. Because he's God. Are we getting it now? So he's God almighty. He cannot really be resisted. He cannot be hindered. It's only time that is allowing. He's been long-suffering. That men may in their own and on their own turn and come to the knowledge of the truth. Praise the Lord. Okay, so we, we looked at that, and that was Psalm 50. Let's look at it again. We'll just read it. And um, I'll read from verse 7. It says, Hear, O my people, and I'll speak, O Israel, and I'll testify against you. I'm God your God. I'll not rebuke you for your sacrifices or your burnt offerings, which are continually before me. I'll not take a bull from your house, nor goats out of your foes. Did you see that? For every beast of the forest is mine. And the cattle on a thousand hills, I know all the birds of the mountains and the wild beasts of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you. For the world is mine and all its fullness. It says, will I eat the flesh of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Offer to God thanksgiving and pay your vows to the Most High. Call upon me in the day of trouble, I'll deliver you and you shall do what? Glorify me. But to the wicked, God says, What right have you to declare my statutes or take my covenant in your mouth? Why are they wicked? Verse 17 says, Seeing you hate what? Instruction and cast my words behind you. The foundation of wickedness is that you turn away from what God says, you turn away from his counsel. Okay? So we, we are still trying to, you know, get something from what we began to look at on Sunday. That Christianity is not, you know, fundamentally a religion. It's a relationship. Okay? And in this relationship, knowledge, the knowledge of who you're related to or who you're in relationship with is fundamental. You grow in Christianity as you grow in this knowledge. You grow in your enjoyment of Christianity as you grow in the knowledge of God. Your life becomes better. Life becomes more livable as you grow in this understanding of who God is. It's this understanding that will 
bring you know, peace, that will bring joy, that will bring power, that will bring you know, everything that we you know, really desire as Christians. So as we you know, continue this evening, we, we're, trying to, we're going to ask ourselves a question. The question we asked on Sunday was, have you had friends who what, you could not benefit in any way? Did that help you understand your relationship with God? So that kills sacrifice because that type of friend that you have, you won't come to him and say, I, I put fuel for you in the car. He's going to say, what type of fuel did you put? And he said, I put from, uh, uh, um, I don't know, whatever. And he said, no, I use specially imported fuel. You have now put this, your, you know, Kwangara fuel <laughs> in my Porsche. Do you understand? You spoil everything. So your relationship with this person is purely based on what? If you now hear him express a desire, that's what you do, what you run to do. Why? Because he doesn't have, there is nothing you can add. Now we said God is worth so much more. So having that understanding, it begins to help us understand when he says to obey is better than what? Sacrifice. Then we also begin to understand when he says those who wait upon the Lord. So we are waiting on him. Do you understand? We are listening to hear what he's saying to us. Okay? So this evening, we have a question. I have a question to ask. He said, how do you get, you know, how do you get something from or obtain a gift from, a blessing, a favor, etc., from someone that you cannot lie to, someone that you cannot manipulate, someone that you cannot intimidate, someone that you cannot deceive, someone that you cannot bribe, someone that you cannot overpower, Someone that you cannot rush. But this person loves you. And this person is almighty. This person, not all, this person can do anything, any of those things. But you can't manipulate him. You can't rush him. You can't intimidate him. Do you understand? You know, like some of us now, we might not want to do something, but, you know, a situation will arise and then we say our hands were forced. You can't force this person's hands. So how do you get something from this person? To... Obey the person. Any other person? Sorry? Humility and reverence. Okay? Any other person? I, I, I need you to think about it. By submission. Thank you. Let's note all that we're saying because we're all correct. What I'm saying this is this. Okay? We are Christians. Most of us here have been born again for a while. So we, we know what it is when we are, you know, encouraged by the preacher. Okay? This is how you get this from God. This is how I get this. Now, sit down. You can't really get anything from God that God doesn't give you. Do you understand? You can't pry open God's hands and take something. We're learning relationship with God. Getting out of religion. Okay? He says fasting. He gave him, Dad told us how they will fast, fast, fast until his trousers started falling. He told us the story, I think I've told this here, about a, a lady that he gave counsel in the marriage. And the lady said, no, I won't do that. I'm going to give God's fasting and prayer. Said the marriage, they separated. Because what was to be done, she didn't, but she gave fasting and prayer. Fasting and prayer does not, we said, we said this person cannot be manipulated. Do you understand? It's not with tears that you just cry, yeah, 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 yeah. If it's a man, maybe. Okay? This person cannot be deceived. This person cannot be lied to. This person cannot be cursed. How do you get something from this person? Note also, this person loves you. Very important. And this person is capable of doing all that it is. Okay? 
Now, how do you get something from him? Yes, my dear. Thank you. Let's clap for her. It's trust. Trust and obey. There's no other way. Let nobody deceive you. If I start a program now, seven days of tearing down the gates of heaven, I'm deceiving you. Nobody has ever been able to tear down the gates of heaven. Those are things that human beings respond to because they don't know how God is. Most of what is being done in Christianity is religion. Say it is now time to break down the walls. Break down. Wall of where? Maybe Kuja prison. But not the wall of the God of heaven. Do you understand? This person is almighty. He loves you. He's almighty. How do you get something from him? Simple. That's what Christianity is about. The old school people, they taught us the song, right? Trust and obey. (laughs) For there is no other way. That's why you can see people become Christians and stay Christians for 10 years. They don't know God. If it is trust and obey, you will know him. But if it's principles and, you know, breakthrough meetings, power pass power meeting, conquer meeting, all of that. You can do that for 10 years and not know the person. Because every time you come, I present to you a technique. Technique for who? Do you understand? 419 people have done me 419. The stage where I am now, for you to do 419 for me, you have to get it, become a ghost first. Because you have to enter into me and speak to me first. Not speaking, do you understand? How, <laughs> the songwriter says, who can stand against the Lord? He says, no one can know. Do you understand? Just think about what I'm telling you now. How do you get this thing from God? You just gather, gather, and say this, and say that. Some people say it's when you're naked by 12 midnight. Then you show God pornography, and then he will ask. What, I don't understand what people... What is it? How do you get something from somebody who you can't manipulate, you can't curse him, you can't do any of that? Think about it. Just use this now as a, as, as a to process anything that you have imagined. So you see that this relationship has to initiate from him. I'm going to give you scripture and I'm going to give you illustrations. Trust and obey captures it. This is what the Bible says to us. Psalm 37, let's go to it. Psalm 37, we'll read from verse 1 to 7. It says, do not fret because of what? Evildoers. Nor be envious of the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. It says, trust in the Lord and do good. Let me just pause here. So, you see, the reason we have so much activities in so-called, you know, religious environment, but without a transformed society, is because this is not being followed. I don't understand how a man can be trusting God for financial breakthrough and be cheating another person in finances. It shows it's not God you're trusting. The God you're trusting must be the Alibaba and the 40 demons. Because if you're trusting a righteous God, your practices will become righteous. That's why Nigeria is not changing. So somebody becomes a chief executive, he calls me to his office, and I just prophesy prosperity upon him. Meanwhile, you're owing salaries. We learned the other day at, at Get Connected, you know, Brother John Shinsheri, that banks, these banks, take graduates. I don't believe that thing, no. Take graduates and pay them 40,000 naira a month. 
And I bet you in those banks there is fellowship. Do you understand? It's because there is no knowledge of God in the land. He said, trust in the Lord and do what? Nobody can trust in the Lord and be doing evil. It's not possible. It's not, the combination cannot work. Some time ago when we came to Abuja, we dealt with one so-called Christian lady that used to organize programs and shows, bringing people from outside the country. This woman, Monchi did work for her to pay her eh? sweat. The, even the ministers that minister to pay. Do you understand what I'm saying? People don't know God. People are not in real, they are not contacting, they are not making contact with this living God. They are stopping somewhere. Trust in the Lord and do good, okay? He said, dwell in the land and do what? Feed on his faithfulness. Let me tell you, anytime you go to the place of God, what you must live there with is that God is faithful. I've also been witness to where a lot of people create the impression that because I can come here and preach to you in a way that when I'm done, you'll be crying because you feel pastor knows what you're feeling, but God doesn't know. Because I'm now speaking in a way that how can you, you know, after this thing, you experience this. No, God must answer. When I give you that impression, what am I saying? He doesn't know where you are. But what you should learn every time is that there's a God positioning system. The Bible said of Joseph, he said he was in the house of his master Potiphar and God was with him. That's what every Christian needs to know. No matter what you're going through. Pastor, now yesterday you were praying about people and their challenges. At a point, I wanted to come and tell you, pray that they will lift up the shield of faith. We don't address satanic arrows with mouth. He said, taking up the shield of faith, with which you are what? Able to quench every fiery that. What is the shield of faith? The, what is faith? Word of God. Dr. Nuz has taught us, this thing, the God who puts the natural world, puts order, put things so that you can understand the way things work. A person now says, because I'm going through difficulties, I will not listen to message. I will not come to church. I will not hear the word of God. How will you be delivered? How else will deliverance come? Eh? By a dream. That's when prophetess will start prophesying to you. Because you have refused the means of deliverance. The Bible writes, it says, literature, I write to you, because you're strong, why? It said, because the word of the Lord abides in you. Listen, you can't do anything without the word. The, hallelujah. We've learned here about matter. Matter is created by the word. Your deliverance will come by the word. Your healing will come by the word. Your provision will come by the word. Take away the word, there is no matter. He says, upholding all things by the word of his power. He is upholding what you can see by the word spoken. Deliverance will also come by the word spoken. The moment the enemy gets anybody to shut his ears to word. That's why, listen to me. If I come here now and stand in front of you and pray in tongues for seven hours. And you don't get a word, I've deceived you. Because the people, even Jesus healed, he spoke a word to them. The Bible says he sent his word and he healed them. And if the word comes, whether I tell you what he's going to do or not, that word will accomplish his purpose because it cannot return to void. Is somebody hearing me? It's the knowledge of God. How do I get something from somebody? Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you need to have some experiences. Have you begged or you bought something before? They don't hear. It's Nigeria. That's why I love my country. 
It's in Nigeria that I beg now works. You break traffic light. You say to the policeman, I beg, I beg. I left something in the port. I'm rushing. He said, go. Oh, you go? I beg, I beg. The man is writing ticket. Ah, this God that Nigerians created. Do you understand? You don't understand. He is God. He's staying. They, they, he now say he's there every, every first of the moon. And then you go every first of the moon. And you shout and do all of that. And there is no change. And you think it's God that will now change. I'm the Lord. Changing. The reason I come before him. Is to behold as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. And that's what as I shall behold what I have. I'm being transformed into the same image. As I get transformed, we mentioned, I remember I said something on Sunday that our Lord Jesus didn't just die for us, but he was raised. And he's not just raised for us, but he's making intercessions. What's this intercession? That I may be conformed to what that will may suit. You see, somebody can write a will and I'll be unable to claim it, even though I'm a beneficiary because I've not met the condition. Jesus is praying so that I will be conformed. So that when the demons see me, they say, I know you. You are walking in the center of that purpose. And if you say to me, get out, I will go. But to the sons of Skiva, the promise is yours as well. Whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord, Abby, whatever you ask in the name of Jesus, it shall be done for you, Abby. But when the sons of Skiva asked it, you have not yet adjusted. You have not been transformed into that image. It should be yours, but you're still illegal. So they beat them very well. God is God. I need something. It's God that will do it for me. Praise the Lord. I desire some, it's God that I desire. The beauty, which we must not forget, please, you know, is that he loves me. You understand? We said on Sunday, he created me. Okay? So now, if God has no need, he didn't create me to sweep the house because he doesn't find somebody to sweep the house. That means he created me for his pleasure. Let's read on now. So he says, Feed on his faithfulness. So you come every day. You keep telling yourself, do you know if every day you wake up, your spirit is able to establish that God loves me, that God is good, that God cares for me, that God is faithful. You know you're victorious that whole day. Do you understand? Not just to receive what he's done, but your character will change also. Why are we wicked to people? Every time I'm mean to people or hard on people, I've received a spirit of hardness. No Nigerian coming out from U.S. Embassy with his visa, apart from those who are citizens, you know, will someone step on? He starts, he'll start to quarrel. If someone step on there and say, bless you. <laughs> hey, they just give me Do you understand? The reason anytime you're mean to anybody, check yourself. Before then, you have been in a state of meanness. You have received meanness. You have imagined meanness. But if every time you say to yourself, the Lord is good, what will flow out from you will be goodness. That's why the Bible talks about forgiveness. It says, forgive as God in Christ's word, forgive us. The reason I will hold somebody in unforgiveness is because I've lost sight of my own forgiveness. These things are simple. Praise the Lord. So faithfulness, you, that is a weapon on its own. God is good. Today, this and that happened, God is good. What can the devil bring against you? Within there is no shadow of turning. Now, the second line says, which is where I'm actually going. 
He said, delight what? This is the real answer, but our sister got very close. How do I get something from this God who loves me? I, I, I forgot to tell you. Genesis eighteen fourteen and, and Jeremiah 32, 27. Anybody who finds it, just read it out for us. Genesis eighteen fourteen. yes. Is anything what? This is very important that I drop it here. Because if you don't have this, you won't understand. This person we are talking about, is anything too hard for him? The next one, Jeremiah 32, 27. What does it say? It says what? Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is what? Anything too hard for me? What's our answer? Nothing is too hard for him. So this is who we're talking about. He loves us and this is him. Okay? Psalm 37, verse 4 says, Delight yourself in the Lord. Brethren, this is Christianity A to Z. Delight yourself in the Lord. Find pleasure in the Lord. There are many of us that don't love the Lord, but we need him. We're not enjoying him, but we want him to give us something to go and enjoy. Do you understand? He said delight. So the Christian is someone who, like we were singing, Hallelujah, Jesus. The Christian is somebody who means that song. The Christian is someone who, when he sings, My treasure, my prayer, is a confession of the state of his heart. Do you want to hear some things? The Lord said to me, If the great, what's the greatest commandment? Love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. What's the second? He said to me, If that is the greatest commandment and the second, why is that not your greatest prayer? How many of us have prayed that prayer? If that is the greatest commandment, why is that not your greatest prayer? If you go into an university, you've studied medicine, sir. At your induction, they tell you that the greatest requirement of this medical course is that in physiology or whatever, that this must be attained. Wouldn't that be your focus for the rest of the state? So God says, this is my greatest command, that you love me with all your heart and love your neighbor. Why is it not our greatest pursuit? That's what Psalm 37 is saying. He said, delight yourself also in the Lord. Brethren, one of the things we must, you know, face is that the majority are not right. Do not be conformed to this world, but be what? Transformed by the... This world, the world system, the more, the more right it is. But Jesus told us in this kingdom, the path that is right, he said the gate is what? Narrow. Or rather the gate is straight and narrow is the road that leads to life. Don't be confused by popularity and majority. The word of God is like a compass. When the man, the sailor looks at the compass, he doesn't look at one part of the sea and say, I think that road is better. He follows the compass. Do you understand what I'm saying? Delight yourself also in the... So, in good times, delight yourself in the Lord. In trying times, delight yourself in the Lord. In normal times, delight yourself in the Lord. Something bad happens, delight yourself in the Lord. Something very good happens, delight yourself in the Lord. Why? You can't force him. It is man that creates the impression that they can force something out of God. No. Prayer. Asking God. The reason God says we pray. Now, thank you, Holy Spirit. What did Jesus say? 
that when you go to pray, say, do not use what? Vain repetitions, as the heathen do. Why did he say that? What, the, what was the reason he said that? He said, because what? Your heavenly father knows. So, can you just st- step back a bit? So what? Wait. What I'm praying about, he already knows. What's that telling you? So, you know why he wants me to pray? He wants fellowship with me. He's not wanting me to pray to place order on Amazon. He's not Gigi. God is not Gigi to place order. He already knows what I need. But he's inviting me to pray because we have a relationship. If he gives me everything without the prayer, I might not be that close to him. So when I go to him in prayer, that's why the Bible says be anxious for, you know what? Because from the get-go, he has the answer. There is no panic in heaven. Every need you have now is not panic in heaven. The accountant of heaven is not calculating. How do we solve, you know, uh, this problem for Edo? Which vote are we going to get the money from? That's why he says be anxious. But he said this thing is a love thing. But in everything by prayer, what? And supply, make your request known to God. When you finish making it, he said with what? Thanksgiving, Abby. When you add Thanksgiving, what did he say he'll give you? He said, peace. He'll say, relax. I got it covered. I got it covered. He said, I got it covered. Relationship. Let me tell you another thing that, you know, that has helped me over time. When I'm praying, I try to see Jesus. You know, I've never seen a vision of Jesus. You know, I pray and desire that one that I see. But, you know, he says, blessed are those who have not seen, believe. But when, when I'm doing some things, I just try to see Jesus. You know, see him. And then there are some prayers you can't pray if you just see him. Whether you see him, you know, in the gentle manner, or you see him high and lifted up. Brethren, we are children of God. We have been adopted into the family. It's a relationship. That's still what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. It's a relationship with someone who loves you, who initiated this thing, who has nothing Really, that will make him depend on you, but has making, made a choice. Do you understand? To dot on you. Delight yourself. Delight yourself. Also in the Lord. And then what is he going to do? He says, he shall give you. I pray for everyone listening to me. You will testify to this. Soon, but in your Christian life. So that through you, this truth will be preached all over. In the name of Jesus. That God cannot be forced. But when you delight yourself in him. You know, you, you grow in the knowledge of God. On Sunday we're talking about go out and enter into a competition of let me wow God. I mean, can you imagine Jesus in heaven? You know, he's just looking at what is on earth. And then he sees Stephen. That's stoning him. I mean, Stephen was a matter. So if Stephen said, Lord, judge them. He will still go to heaven. Praise God. He said, Lord, this one, vengeance is yours. Repay them. He will still go to heaven. It's scripture. But Jesus is, you know, looking at his children from the corridors of heaven. And then he hears Stephen say, oh Lord, forgive them. Do not commit this sin to them. Jesus said, what? It's a relationship. Do you understand? It's a relationship. Brothers and sisters, hallelujah. I say you're blessed. We are blessed because he loves us. Um, yesterday at the lunch hour fellowship, um, my brother Johnson was sharing. And as he was sharing, the Lord was saying to me, you see, 
A lot of people will tell you, religious people, Holy Spirit, help me so that. You see, when I talk about giving and tithe and sacrifice, it's a level that everybody should get to. When I talk about them, tithe and all of that, it's let them not be your foundation. Are you with me? Is everybody hearing me? So nobody goes off and says. So a lot of people will say, when you have conversations with people, you know, this is one way you may be able to judge, you know, descend their level. When you hear people say, I do this for God. I do this for God. I do that for God. I do that for God. I do that for God. I did that. I do this. I pray like this. I give like this. I do all of that. It may not be wrong, but it's a level. But watch it when you talk to some people. And they tell you, you know, the other day, I wanted to do this. And God said to me, I was feeling like this. I wanted to react. But God said to me, that's a deeper level than in relationship. So this person offended me. And my office was going to do this. They were going to sack him. But the Spirit of God said to me, you know, let, let, let me use one of the practical ones he said. Somebody had, he had, they had made some contributions to somebody who was to buy cars for a lot of them, you know. But this person duped them. So the group of the people that gave this person money took him to the police station. And as they were pursuing the case, God said to him, go and tell the man you forgive him, the dead, that he's free, that your own is no more part of his problem. Okay? It takes somebody who has a relationship with God. To hear that. We started by saying what? It's relationship that will make you hear. Okay? Now, this is the testimony. He went to the person who was not a Christian and said to the person, God said I should free you. You know, don't pay me that money again. And the person said, oh, Johnson, you did this for me. He said, I'm doing it for God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. But do you know the testimony? Do you know why God told him that? First of all, as a witness. But God knew the man would never pay him. That's where some of you will need to. That's the type of revelation God will need to give some of us to, before we obey. God knows that if you drag this man to Kirikiri, he's not paying. The man died. Did he pay the people that held him? He didn't pay anybody. Now, in your own record, it's now recorded you forgave him. If you disobeyed God and held on to the man, he will die, you still won't pay you. You have lost out every way. That's relationship. Is someone hearing something? That's Christianity. It's not always getting, grabbing. Say it's the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Listen, in this relationship, God wants to bless you more than you want to be blessed. That's why the Bible says to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ask or imagine. Your prayer stops at asking. You don't, there are some things you imagine you've never prayed for. But God does more than you can imagine. Delight yourself also in the Lord. He knows. So the man died. He didn't pay both those who forgave him and those who didn't forgive him. <laughs> the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God. So I, will not, I, will not, I must do this. No. Once you're in relation, you start noticing it. You plan this is what you're going to do. This is how I'm going to address this. This is what I'm going to do. This is how I'm going to do that. And the one your relationship will tell you, no, don't do it that way. Do it this way. And that way doesn't make sense. But because you have known that this is him, you obey. Then as time, some of them, you don't even know the consequences. You don't know the results until maybe 
many years, all of that. But some of them, he helps you like this one. So what this does is that it builds the faith of John's brother, Johnson. Tomorrow, if God says another thing, he will know that it will be futile to disobey God. And then he obeys it. And then that's how somebody grows in this thing. And then he begins to delight in the Lord. Let's rise on our feet. Hallelujah. Okay, I was supposed to give us illustrations, but time is gone. But for those of us who want to do this study, go and read John chapter 2. The beginning of signs that our Lord Jesus Christ did. Son, they have run out of wine. Eh? (laughs) Woman, what does your concern have to do with me? What did the mother of Jesus say to them? Whatever he says. Now, let me tell you. That statement in the Bible, the next verse follows that he told them. The the, the next verse says, there were there six um, water jars filled with water, right? Steel jars, purification jars filled with water. That's in the Bible. We don't know how many hours. Two of you, please. Okay, Pastor Nat, you're Jesus. (laughs) We are the servants. Mommy, she is Jesus' mother, Pastor Nat's mother. <laughs> so she asked, yeah, what wine is finished? Uh-huh. At this point, has Jesus said I will walk a miracle? So he is Jesus. He starts going, just be going about it. He said, Whatever. Our madam has sent us. So we're, we are not following him. We don't know whether he will do it. Or. We don't know when he will do it. Or. But the mother has known that if he doesn't do it, it will not be done. I just, if God doesn't bless you, who will bless you? If God doesn't release it, how, who, how, who de- I say, <laughs> that's where it ends. <laughs> Windmill. So we are following him. We don't know whether it was for one hour or for 10 minutes or two hours. But at a point, it pleased him. And he turned and said to us, go and fill that with water. I still follow it. He didn't work a miracle. He said, fill it with water. That's still not the miracle. Is somebody getting answer to his prayer now? It doesn't look like the answer we are following him for. But he says what? Understand this. God cannot be forced. Let nobody deceive you. So he says, go and fill it with water. So I am Pastor Levis. We're going to finish filling with water. We'll catch him again. We're still following him. Then he says, okay, now, go and take. He hasn't said this, why not? Say, go and draw it and give. Two of us, we are conversing. <laughs> Which thing we go to? Now why, now why, now why Madame say, make, make it give? Oh, now what are this man they give us? Oh? Anyway, what did man go do? Do you understand? You must know God. I need you to open up your mouth. Say, Lord, I want to know you. Let's make that a prayer. Thank you. Lord, I want to know you. Help me to delight myself in you. Help me to discover you. Help me to find you. Help me to understand you. Lord, this is my prayer. That I may know you. The living God. The mighty God. Amen. 
been listening to a message by Pastor Ikenao Keke of the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Banex Guarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. For telephone 09-290-9000 or 0703-158804. You can find us online at www.thefatherschurchonline.org. God bless you.